Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to the podcast, Jared Reddick of Bowling for Soup. What's up, man? Hey, man, I, I love when I come back and I have, you know, have a reason for being here, you know, like other than just hanging out with you guys, you know, it's like giving everybody something to look forward to, which is me. <laughs> we love- You're a busy man. You're a busy man. Well, there's a lot we're yeah, looking it's... forward to on this next boat, man. For sure, man. I got to tell you, I, uh, yeah, things have been so busy. Um, in a good way, but you know, the boat will, um, what are the dates of this? It's in January, right? Yep. Yeah. So I believe if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, unless we play new year's Eve, which we never do, but there is a chance we will this year, the boat will kick off our 30th year as Bowling for Soup and we'll be celebrating it all year. So, uh, 2024 is, the uh it's the 30th anniversary or 30th birthday of bowling for soup and the 20th anniversary of hangover you don't deserve which is our biggest album wow congratulations that is awesome congrats thanks y'all yeah man well i uh so what better way to sell start that celebration than with the biggest hangover i've ever had in my life (laughs) (laughs) was it was the hangover after you got off the boat and then it caught up to you or was it like each day you know what, man? I'll be completely honest with you. I So we had just done, a couple of years ago, we had done another six-man cruise called the Warped Rewind, which was a Warped Tour cruise, but it's almost exactly the same format. It's just all Warped Tour bands, right? And so um, that was sincerely the most hungover I've ever been. And so on this one, I I just made it to where I um, I would just disappear. I just ghosted all the time. Because, you know, we're known as that band that, is always around. Yeah. You always know exactly where we are. You know, like, like if you if you like, oh, oh, you meet somebody and they're like, I haven't met any bands. You're just like, well, just follow me. That bowling for soup will be at the bar. You can meet them right now. And <laughs> and uh, so a few, few times I had to go. You know what, guys? I don't know if I can do this. Uh, I'm gonna have to go to sleep. So, um, you know, the the after boat hangover really is just it's that. You know, it's I'm I'm a bit older than you guys. I'm 51, and so hangovers aren't i don't get a headache or a stomach ache at all like yeah. it's just tired i'm just tired like like a train hit yeah. A commission really, yeah a really good binge you know put put me out for a couple of days which is why you know musicians that are our age usually stop drinking i don't know why we're hanging on to it for dear life <laughs> it's the unlimited drink package it's got to be, it's, right? I see you're in training right now, so that's, that's how you sustain. Honestly, I had a really long, really long day today. I've, I've got, as you guys know, I mean, you guys, I think we kind of keep up with each other, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I've got, I got a new country single coming out and a new Bowling for Soup single coming out next week. And um, I have, like, a whole month's worth of country shows, but all while I'm trying to get ready for these massive Bowling for Soup festivals that are coming up in a couple a couple of months. And um, that and just being a dad and, uh, you know, get, getting making sure that the Rockstar Dad show stays on, on, on the air and 
you know? Um, so yeah, it's been really busy. So I, we have, um, some friends coming over later. It's only five 30 here, but I, so I, I usually normally don't crack a beer until friends get here, but today's different. <laughs> well, it's, it sounds like it's well-deserved. You got a lot going on, man. And that is, dude, I, your, your social media game is incredible as well. Like you are, thank you. You are just, if you want to know what's going on with Jerry, you just got to pop open your social media. I love it. And yeah, well, thanks, man. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where you either have to embrace it and make to where it's part of the, of the gig or you, or you can fight it. And, you know, it just, this is how we, this is, you know, I, I could just look at it like, you know, when we were kids flying cars at football games and, and, you know, hitting the, hitting, you know, colleges and schools and things like after release and, you know, just that was the battle putting stamps on postcards and things like that. So, you know, I mean, the thing with like TikTok and reels and stuff too, is that like, you can't just post, like, it's not like Instagram was when it was just super big. It still is obviously, but that you just take a picture of your hash browns and you're like, that was a delicious breakfast. Exactly. You're like, Content <laughs> done, you know? And, but you know, with TikTok, it's, you know, you, it's, it just takes a little bit more thought. So, you know, sometimes those videos take me an hour and a half, two hours to make. And then, then I'll mess up one thing and I'm just like, ah, you know, but you don't, it's just, but I, I honestly, to be honest, I enjoy it. My friends and my family sort of get, get behind it and they're just like, oh, that would be a funny thing. And my kids think it's funny that they're, their friends, my older kids, you know, are 20 and 17. And they're like, dad, this, my friend, blah, 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 <laughs> saw this thing that you did with a hedgehog on on TikTok or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it's, it's fun. Oh, I got recognized the other day. This is a true story. I got recognized not because of Bowling Pursuit, but because of TikTok. He was just like, oh yeah, I follow you on TikTok. I didn't even know you were in a band. I just think you're That funny. is hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah. You're yeah. a TikTok star. I know I'm like TikTok famous. I don't know what that means. We don't know how that translates yet, right? We don't. I don't think it's, I think it's still. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, TikTok's its own beast, you know. And I, it I is. can agree with you. I don't. I rarely put. We rarely put anything on TikTok because I'm the one who does social media stuff, and um, I, I just, I keep doing like the hours long thing and then i screw up and then i'm just like all right well i don't have any more time now because i just spent an hour right. taking a picture of a coffee cup trying to make it funny and <laughs> wound up drinking all the irish coffee that was in it it's so hard too because like i have to do my personal one and like on, on all the rest of the social medias it's been like all right i'll do mine and i'll i'll help with bowling for soup or i'll do bowling for soup and then finally um a couple of years ago we we hired a couple of people to at least help to make sure that the pertinent information gets out on the bowling for soup stuff. Yeah. So there's not that much pressure for me on those. Um, but, but when I started to do pretty well on TikTok, I was just like, I'm not doing two of these. Like I'm, I'm going to just make mine the official bowling for soup. Um, but then, you know, now we have one for rockstar dad show and we've got one for this other band I'm in called Jorinus. And like, it's still me running three accounts, but um yeah, it's, it's man, it's tedious and it's and it's hard too because it's just like I'll like go like pick something up from the store and um you know my and I'll I'm like I'll be right back and then I'm back in an hour and a half and the wife's like where have you been and I'm like oh, I had to edit a TikTok and get it out. <laughs> <real quick." laughs> That's awesome. You know? I love it. 
I sat in the parking lot for an hour, you know, and like, and I do that all the time. You know, it's like, that's how I find, cause I'd be driving and I'll, I'll think of something. I'm just, Oh, that would be really funny. Or, Oh, I forgot about this video that I have of this. And so I'll just, I'll, when I get to where I'm going, I just sit there. How, and, uh, it's, how, yeah. how many times just in social media in general, cause I catch myself doing this quite often where you'll post something and when you posted it, it looked good. It looked spelled correct or everything was okay. And then it's out there and then you're like 30 seconds into it. You're like, Oh shit. And then like you delete it and then you have to like fix it. Does that ever happen? All the time. But mostly <laughs> what happens with me is I, I'm, I'm a terrible proofreader. I always have been. It's the reason honestly why I don't think people are always like, you got to write a book. Cause my life is crazy. My, you know, not only just being in a band, but like my personal life is real nuts. And, um, it's, my story is crazy and it would make for a good story, but I'm not proofreading that, yeah. you know? So like, I, I mean, I guess if we, if, you know, but so I'm really bad about that. And there's this one f fan friend that I have from the UK that has alerts, I guess, on things that I, that I put out there and, <laughs> and it'll be 15 minutes after I put something out and he's like, well, you misspelled this and, and it'll be just, <laughs> and he's, again, he's from the UK. So he's like, you really cocked this one up. And <laughs> just like, and it's so frustrating because if you delete it, all that's gone, you know, and like you can't edit on some things, but then on Instagram too, I think if you edit it, it turns off your, like you, I don't think you get the same exposure. Like I think yeah. that's sort of like a red flag to the algorithm, in my opinion, like, you know, they don't want you going in there and getting all this notice and then changing the verbiage. And, and then you know, all of a sudden you're trying to sell something to people, mm. you know? So like, um, yeah, I think I, I honestly sometimes I just leave it and I I just fix it on the other socials, you know. But who man, it's it's it, it that can be super frustrating. Or like you go through the whole thing. Like I did the um I had a really funny golf one the other day that everybody has seen that oh, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. And but I didn't hashtag it. Like I was so excited about getting it out there and I had the music and all this I had all of it, it was perfect, and I didn't put any hashtags on there, and I was just like Damn it. Because that's a huge part of it too. And so I left that one up and I'll, what I'll do is try again in a couple of weeks. Cause that's the one thing that people that I've learned is, is that you're, you're actually supposed to um, repost stuff, you know, like that there's actually, they, they want you to do that. They, they encourage it. Nice. So um, anyway, there's a tip for the listeners. Yeah. I like it. Social media skills. <laughs> So you had, you were mentioning earlier about you got a lot of things coming up. Um, yeah. I know you're 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 kicking ass out there in the country scene. And can you just chat a little bit about that transition from just going always from bowling for soup and then branching yeah. off, and how long you'd always kind of wanted to do that? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I've, it's been it's been on my mind for a really long time. I mean, I just love music, and I'm we're from we're from Wichita Falls, Texas, which are really, you know, small town here about three hours North of where we live now. And, um, you know, country was King. It was, it's small town, Texas. And, you know, my brother raised a pig in high school for FFA, you know, like it's, it's the real deal up there. And, uh, so country's always been, <clears throat> you know, something that it's always, I mean, I mean, I've just always been a fan of it. My parents listen to music all the time is Waylon and Willie and Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton playing all the time. 
the Eagles, you know, is who I credit for. I, I credit the Eagles for teaching me to sing and Willie Nelson for teaching me how to write a song. Nice. And, um, you know, so it's, as you know, I've, I've tried to be diverse in all of my musical stuff. You know, I've, I've side projects through the years. I've always tried to make them to where they're not just regurgitations of Bowling Pursuit to where it's like, whether it's a different kind of music or it's like, okay, we're not allowed to be funny or we can, we're only allowed to be funny, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, the country thing's always been there. There was, there was the idea of like, Hey, Bowling Pursuit goes country, but that really just would have been a novelty. I mean, it might as well be Elvis and the, Elvin and the chipmunks, yeah, you know, like, makes sense. It, 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 it could be whatever. And so, um, it, it was in, in conversations for years and then the pandemic happened. And the first year I had already written a Bowling Pursuit record. We had already recorded said Bowling Pursuit record and, you know, year two hits and, you know, it was like, well, what, this is the time it's, it's, you know, it's now or never. And so that was really the catalyst for making the album was the producer, Zach Malloy has been a friend of mine for a really long time. And, uh, he, uh, he's a band called the Nixons who have been around forever yeah. since the nineties. And, uh, but he's a, he's a songwriter and, and a good friend. So he produced and co-wrote the record with me. And then, but once I got it out, like the rest of it was really easy because I know all these country guys, because when you live in Dallas, you know, they do all these song swaps and things like that all the time, which for the listener, a song swap is where two, three, four songwriters, uh, you know, music, they can be musicians, songwriters, whatever, sit up on stage on chairs with acoustic guitars and you take turns. And if you know somebody's song, you join in and if they're playing a cover, you can play along, you can do their solo, or you can sing, you know, and it's, it's just a really fun uh, vibe and people, you know, fans love it. So I've done a hundred or 200 of those just with all these guys, because I say this, I don't know if this is true, but I think they get me up there because I'm funny and like they can play really sad songs and then I make <laughs> people laugh, you know, and, and <laughs> so, but, but they, they humor me and let me play songs too. Um, and so, but you know, I, I knew so many of those guys and then as I'm starting to play out, then I find out, oh man, okay, this, you know, this guy grew up listening to Bowling for Soup or this guy grew up listening or this guy's dad, um, used to come see us at this thing and he was, we were crammed on his throat. So, and then even in radio, you know, just the fact that I do voiceover and, um, just have, have that whole thing. Like it, it's really cool. Cause you know, a lot of radio people will, will identify with that or the fact that, you know, they used to work for some rock station and, um, and, and I'm, I'm known as being a, a really, I'm a, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. And I'm, I try to be really, really nice to everybody that I meet. And so, I have run into people that were like, oh man, you came to this radio station when I was an intern and you called my girlfriend for me and you know, this and this. And so those kind of things have, 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 um, have paid off, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been pretty easy. And, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, as I said, next year's 30 years for Bowling for Soup. So we'll be busy next year. I'll have to, I'll have to pump the brakes on the country thing. I mean, I've got to, I've got to take care of, the Bowling for Soup fans and and this that's still how we eat. Yeah. You know, I mean that's my job. Um is Bowling for Soup and and unfortunately our hits were during the heyday of, you know, LimeWire and Napster and stuff. So we didn't sell, you know, four four million records of I mean we've sold three million, I guess, worldwide now or four, but 
you know, we didn't sell it all at once and make all the money. So we have to actually go out and play. So, <laughs> you know, uh, all of the pop punk people, except for the, the, the three or four really, really big ones that would say the same thing. Uh, but yeah, it's been, uh, it's been really fun and, and super well received. And, um, you know, I, this is a really busy month for me. It's almost like this is going to be a, um, yeah. yeah, sort of a, a month where I, I'm playing a lot of shows Yeah, you and, are. um, a lot of different cities and stuff and doing my first show in Denton. <clears throat> so this will be a good measure of where it is right now after a year of the album being out and us playing out now for, um, I guess this will be, we've been playing shows now, me and the band for about six months, seven months. And so it'll give us a good idea of where, where we've gotten to over the first year. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm a big fan of, uh, drunk as it takes. So, uh, thanks man yeah yeah that's a that's an interesting song i mean that song was written 13 years ago when i was trying to dip my uh toe in the songwriting world there in in nashville and i i kind of just kept getting doors in my face and and when i would get an open door it'd be hey man let's write a bowling pursuit song and i'd be like i can kind of do that on my own like i don't really need <laughs> you know, like, um so i um, I kind of left with a really bad taste in them. I left with a bad taste in my mouth and the song drunk as it takes. And, um, <laughs> you know, 13 years later, it's my wife was like, man, this is still great. You should put this on there. And, and the, just the fact that it's my second single just goes to show, uh, you know, how she's much smarter than I am and we should all listen to our lives. <laughs> so, uh, you know, best memory from rock boat 21. Oh man. Um, and I just want to say too, that's, yeah. well, you know, you guys being on the boat and I know that I think we covered this in our last episode that we had in back in 2022, but just, you know, you had said it earlier, you're just a really easygoing guy. And I can tell you now, everybody on that boat, when they saw you guys in the lineup for next year, yeah. uh, yeah. you get that sense of camaraderie. And I think Ken Block had yeah. spoke about that and it's just like, Man, yeah, and that, I just want to say too, real quick, <laughs> the song swap idea I think is amazing. That would be awesome if yeah. Six Man could put something together for the Rock Boat and just yeah. you know, um, just throwing it out there. They might be listening, they might not be. I'm just saying, but yeah. it wouldn't be tough either because it'd just be basically just getting the guys. Like, I mean, you're up there an hour and a half, and you end up playing, yeah, you know, four or five songs each. You know, I mean, and and if you just look at the success of Rob and I, you know, doing our acoustic thing on the boat, that was a huge, huge show for the boat that year. And, and honestly, we read, you know, and heard that so many people in the reviews were just like, the best thing was when the two Bowling for Soup guys sat and just told stories and played songs. It's incredible. Um, but, you know, I've got a couple, I mean, I'll tell you this, I, I'll t I'm going to go opposite okay. of best time first, because the thing is, is I, 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 I feel like I just wasn't prepared as, as I should be. Now I know what to do. Cause I went on warp tour, warp tour cruise again, I knew every band. I knew they were all my friends. So I knew all their songs and I knew, you know, it was very easy to like do all the interactions and stuff. And then, right. you know, I got asked to do a red wanting blue song and I was so excited, but I had to learn it in two days. And then I got up there and I had no idea that song went and I messed up the words and like, I'm not sure he was stoked about that. And then I got asked to do the, um, the a thing with, with, with the all-star cast of doing the, um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show thing, and I did okay, but like I, it still wasn't all that great. I mean, 
it's those things that I like, I need to make, make sure that I'm like ready to pay attention to those. Cause I love, I mean, I love being on stage. I've never met a microphone I didn't like. So like I said, Warp Tour Cruise, if I knew you and you were playing, I was there ready to come up there, you know, when invited. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I do think the song swap idea would be great. And, and, and that would be a lot of fun, but um, honestly, I got to tell you, um, my favorite yeah i mean that's really it i was gonna say just cracking that first note and just that people came out to see us you know because you don't really know like you're going in and you're you hear all we knew was hey this is the this is the first one of these yeah but a lot of people that have been coming on this thing have been on here since the beginning there's they give a war people get robes and shit you know like it's a it's a big deal for for people so that means basically that a, a lot of people are of a certain age and our demographic is not necessarily, you know, our own age, even, you know what right. I mean? Like we play to younger kids. And so, and when I say kids, I mean like 30. <laughs> <laughs> to us, so, to me. Like, yeah. So like when, when I, I, we just didn't really know what to expect. And then when we, you know, we play the first show and we're just walking around and you have like the people that have been on 20 boats or whatever, 20, three 24 boats and they're just like my god that was so awesome it was so refreshing to have a band that interacts with the you know in a different way you know our stuff is all the bands are so great with the crowd but we're we're banter based like Mm -hmm. we do jokes and that's our thing but i would say definitely the acoustic uh performance in the in the theater was was my favorite thing because it was we just were being ourselves. It was the first show of the morning. You know, we were a little hungover and that was kind of part of the, sh- of, of the gig, you know, that's, yeah. we put that into the show performance itself. That's awesome. And, I want uh, that job. <laughs> it is nice to be able to be hungover on your job and just tell the audience and they feel bad. <laughs> and so they're all going, yeah, we get it. Just do your best up there, buddy. We'll be here. You know? And, um, but I will tell you a really funny story, and I'm not sure if you guys were there, but my my sound guy tells this story all the time. We have a really funny history with the band Switchfoot. Like we okay. have a history with them, like because Girl the Bad Guys Want and you know their Dare You to Move and all of that were hits at the same time. So we were playing we and then, you know, of course they kept going and then nineteen eighty five for us was huge. So like there's a three and four year period where we were both on the radio and on MTV and stuff. And we were playing all these radio shows together. So we have, we've mixed it up, you know, quite a bit, but on the boat, I was so excited that they were there and we went to their show and their first like big show that was outside. And uh, they, they were still sound checking and it was about 10 minutes before they started. And, and uh, and so they're about done sound checking and, and John is standing there. He goes, well, I guess we should, you know, get down there and like just come back up here in like ten minutes or so, and and I just I'm just down there. It's the and it's the headlining show, right? I've been drinking all day, <laughs> and I'm just down there in the crowd, and I just went, just go, man, just get- just. Go. And they just started their show. It's <laughs> awesome. Just like okay, and and it was like the first three songs were just for me and my friends and my wife, and and you know people were trickling in, and uh, and just it was that was just such a, a funny moment because it's just kind of par for the course of, of uh, when you've known somebody, you know, a band for 20 years and you can still cut it up, you know, it's pretty funny. And you know, that's like the, the biggest thing about the rock boat or moments like those. Right. And for the, for the rock boat virgins that are listening, you know, John's going to be on the boat this year. 
you know, yeah. um, you're going to be on the boat. And those moments that you just described is the culture that Hazel and six man have yeah. created. And there's hundreds of stories like that. And it's so cool to see an artist of your caliber have that same moment that they've yeah. created. And I think it's just, it's just a testament to how awesome the boat really is. What, what was it like when you got the call and you're like, Hey, we want you guys back yeah. on. What, what was that? What was that like? Well, I'm in a, I'm to be honest. <laughs> this is another one. Of Were you TikToking? <laughs> no, I'm not TikToking. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant when they contacted you. Oh, <laughs> well, it depends. Was I on the toilet? No, I was not. <laughs> I, actually, I don't. I try not to TikTok on the toilet because Gary V says that's when I should be answering my Instagram. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so I uh, I take that time to respond to comments. Good to know. <laughs> so, um, no, I. Uh, I was so excited, but I, you know, it's funny because I, I realized what the pattern was when we were on that boat and the, the first times two years ago. And when they announced the next boat before we left and I was like, damn, I don't think we're going to get next year. You know, like I, I, I just sort of like thought, okay, we're going to be the pop punk red morning blue, you know, like they'll just want us every year and, uh, and we'll come here and we'll be like Kevin Lyman used to say for Warp Tour. It's just like, you got to have Bowling for Soup because they're the party band and they're like the band that will make everybody happy no matter what, and, you know. And so I was just like, you know, there's probably going to be, probably going to get asked to do it next year. Then we're just going to have to do it every year. And the wives are like, oh my God, that'd be so great. Well, we didn't get it, right? And uh, so I thought to myself, okay, well, that's fine. You know, maybe something else will come along. Well, you know, we, we've obviously had an insanely busy year and it was, it was awesome. And, and, uh, so to cap off, you know, the end of that year was to, uh, but I was really surprised how late, you know, they contacted us. Like we got contacted, y'all were already on the boat. Oh, wow. And they announced us while y'all were still on the boat. Yep. So like that, that those offers it and and maybe that's part of it so that it doesn't leak out you know yeah. and all of that because it, it literally was because our friends mark and bonnie delimbo who have done i think 15 boats or something like that they had left and if and honestly had i got the offer i would have told them <laughs> i would because there's there are <laughs> coming over here in a minute because they're we're playing trivia tonight oh, so nice. like it, they would have known so I, so when they, when he, they figured he, he texts me from the boat and I go, dude, I did not know before he left. And I <laughs> honestly didn't, you know, the way that it works is it all goes through agents. Yeah. So like you get asked and then you, you do your rebuttal and then they go back or whatever. I mean, sometimes it can take weeks to get a deal done that should take one phone call, but not this thing, man. It, it came in and there it was. So very excited. I, I texted the guys. I, I only almost always just text the band because I have to get availability of dates. But on this, I went straight to the band and crew thread. And I was like, we're on rock boat 2024. And you know, of course everybody's like, yeah. And we, uh, we have a new kid that's 27. That is Dave, our, our tour manager's cousin. And he's our new assistant tour manager, drum tech. And he's never been anywhere. Oh, MJ. <laughs> his first flight ever was last year on tour in the U S when he got COVID and we had to, well, we thought what? he might have COVID, and we sent him home. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. But I don't know for sure if he had it or not till he got home. Probably not. Maybe he did. But um, anyway, uh, we were not being reckless at all. None. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. In all seriousness, super stoked, and um, you know, I, uh, I, you know, I can't thank them, you know, enough. I, it's funny because our our buddies lit were on. Yes. This last one, and they're such a perfect band for it too. Nicest guys. Um, yeah, they're just way more attractive than us, and they all walk around with their shirts off and stuff. But, um, yeah. you know, we're, like, way more approachable. So, you know. <laughs> I <can> see that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Mark, have... your uh, eight-year-old's coming in. <laughs> um, so Bowling for Soup has a uh, slam dunk festival in May coming up uh, with yeah. the Offspring, and that's awesome. You get You guys, like, yeah. you know, how far in advance do you guys plan for a festival like that? Um, it's about a year. Um, it's, it comes in pretty, because basically the way that those really big ones work is essentially you, you, they all, you know, you, you're hoping to get on one of four or five over there and, uh, it's all, there's so much, there's politics involved in it where like the different promoters and, yeah. and you know, because you're not allowed to do one if you do the other, I and see. if you do the other, then they won't have you next year either. And it's just, it's wow. a, it's a silly dance. Interesting. Um, I actually, um, last year when Slam Dunk got announced, I was like, I want to be on Slam Dunk next year. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't have to wait for a reading or download or whatever. Like that festival's growing. That's our demographic. I want to do that. And, um, luckily the offer came in and, and luckily they built such a cool, it's such a cool lineup too. I mean, with just us and, and, and then, and Rancid and, uh, I don't know if Rancid's on that one, but Offspring yep. and. Uh, less than Jake and I, I get the two mixed up because there's one in Italy the next week and our stage is like Frank Turner rancid bowling for soup uh offspring like it's wild <laughs> like just like I I mean I just can't I don't know I'm gonna be such a fanboy I'm just gonna want to <laughs> get off um and that's the beauty of when you play a festival like that too like you're like this is bands I would go watch anyway yeah, you know yeah. and um especially you know when you get into you know legends like that you know you know i i want to say you and rob did an awesome saint patrick's day show by the way i did catch it dude thank you so much yeah as you know we've been uh so you know you you actually were talking about the country thing and how you know how serious i'm taking it and uh this is how serious i am taking it and how supportive my wife is and i don't mean to give my wife so much credit but i will say that this is the fourth interview i've done today and this is the fewest times I've mentioned her. So um, uh, I'm just kidding. That's not true. It is kind of true. But anyway, she um, super supportive of this insane me going out there and doing this. And uh, we literally traded in her Nissan Maxima that was almost paid for. Uh, and I'm driving a band van now. And she's driving my SUV. And uh, I literally picked my kid up in a in a Ford Ford uh transit band van you know That's like awesome. it's, it's it's hilarious and uh but you know i mean i haven't been in a van since 2003 so we did nine years in it as bowling for soup so i'm telling my country band i'm, I'm gonna try to cut that into a third hoping we could be in a bus you know in about three years nice it's awesome nice yeah. So anyway, oh, I forgot. That's what I, what you were okay. So we did three shows to try and help pay for it, and we okay. did manage to make uh, we made a decent down payment yep. on it. And, awesome. And it. But I bought a way nicer van than I had originally thought I was going to, and I'm glad I did because you know 
I don't know, man. I don't miss the breaking down days. You know, I miss, they were great stories and it was, it's fun to talk about, but I don't miss being there. Yeah. You know, time and a place for everything, you know? Yeah, for sure. You know, Jared, but yeah, thank you so much. For, and you're busy. Yeah. I know you got some things going on with some rock boaters tonight. That's pretty cool. So cool. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. I love this. I love this show. I love you guys, man. I, I, uh, I, I, um, I will be honest. I got out of that. I was listening to this so much when we did the the thing before and I got out of the habit of, I, I listen to a lot of true crime because nice. I'm essentially, I'm essentially a chick. Okay. Like, <laughs> you know, like uh, my wife will tell you like that. I'm not, I'm not gay, but like, I'm pretty much gay. Like yeah. I, you know, like I, Me too. I, I have like amazingly manicured, pedicured feet and, uh, you know, like then uh, they're, then they're painted and, you know, I like true crime and, uh, that I'm should really be like a showing that. booth on the boat. Check out Jared's feet. <laughs> I'm bougie. Well, I don't show my feet for free. Chris. Jesus. <laughs> this is 20, this is 2023. You should totally have a tour bus by now then. It's like a TikTok Jared's feet. <laughs> yeah. It's uh nobody wants to see guy feet. No, but in all I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm hotel bougie and stuff. So I'm, okay. I'm, uh, you know, I'm one of those dudes, but yeah, man. Well, anyway, I uh, just appreciate y'all having me on. And you're always so cool about scheduling because you guys do evenings because you're dads. So, uh, you know, I appreciate that, too. Awesome, man. Well, hey, we'll see you, uh, we'll, we'll see you on the boat. And I uh, can't wait to hang and have some cocktails, man. Well, man, it's a, it's, it's, a long, it's a long time away, man. If y'all want to do something before that beforehand, let's do it again, man. I'd love to. Uh, Bowling Pursuit will be on the road in the fall. So maybe we could. Uh, Maybe we could do something with the, with the rest of the guys, you know, and Heck yeah. get everybody on. Oh, that'd be awesome. Incredible. That would be, that'd be awesome. Maybe they could, maybe they could do something for once. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, where can they find you on social media? Yeah. I mean, you know, you guys obviously know Bowling for Soup. Uh, so bowlingforsoup.com has got everything on there. Um, for my country stuff, you can go to Jarrett Ray Reddick. It's J A R E T Ray R E D D I C K um, dot com. It's got all my dates and my stuff. My vinyl just came out, um, and uh, and I put a little plug every once in a while on the uh, on the rock on the rock boat fan page. You know, when I feel like maybe we're going to a town where some people might want to come out. But you know, I'm on TikTok. I know everybody's TikToking these days. It's just my name, Jarrett Reddick, and uh, I have a lot of fun on there. So. Uh, Come join me. Awesome. All right, man. Well, we're going to let you go. Appreciate your time. Good good luck in trivia tonight. (laughs) Hey, thank y'all. I appreciate (laughs) y'all. See you next time, okay? Take care. See you, bud.